Hello and welcome to Fine Wine, where I whine about media that may or may not have aged, like fine wine. I am the clock, old grandfather clock that dings twice a day at the wrong times at 5.43 in the morning and 4.23 in the afternoon. And I have new episodes of Fine Wine coming out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, today, I'm gonna be dis- I'm gonna be whining about the 1967 slash 1969 West German American production, The Torture Chamber of Doctor Sadism, based on the book The Pit and the Pendulum by Edgar Allan Poe. Um, now this film's also known as The Blood Demon, or Die Schlangengrube und das Pendel in West Germany. Um, so, you know, it was released two years earlier. Um, so this film was released in 1967 in German, in West Germany, and two years later in the U.S. Um, so it's, I think, English dub over it? Yeah. Yeah, it's dubbed from German to English, obviously, I guess, because, you know, can't just release a foreign language film in the U.S. without subtitles, especially in um, the 60s, because who would go see that? Um, Now, this is based on Edgar Allan Poe's um, short story, Pit in the Pendulum, um, about, and it's about um, a dude named Mr. Count Regula, who is... um, drawn and quartered for the murder of 12 women. Um, But he returns to life and seeks revenge. Um, So that's the um, little story of the... That's the original story. Um, Now, this film stars Christopher Lee, Karen Dorr, Lex Barker, and Carl Lang. Miss Karen Dorr was a Bond girl in um, You Only Live Twice, and she was also in a Hitchcock film, which surprised me. But she is pretty. She sort of reminds me of, like, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, sort of looking. Um, but yeah, she was a Bond girl, so... You know, pretty impressive. Well, anybody can be a Bond girl, if I'm honest. Um, why did I say that? Who's a Bond girl that I didn't like? Um, Miss Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher was a Bond girl, I think. Um, so, the bar is low. <laughs> oh my god, that's so rude. Oh my god, I'm absolutely heartbroken and distraught. I was just recording for like 40 minutes, but for some reason the recording cut off. Oh my god, I'm so sad about that. I wasted so much time. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize until I looked at my phone and I saw that I didn't have the little... Um, orange recording thing in the corner and I was like wait a minute why is it not recording and it turns out that it stopped recording like 30 minutes ago oh my god I'm so heartbroken this is so rude I can't believe that happened I'm like ah how dare that happen um anyways I'm gonna talk about Christopher Lee now Christopher Lee he is um the Count Regula in this film. 
Um, and he is also in a Bond film. So Miss Karen Dore and Mr. Christopher Lee, they both, both were in Bond films. Christopher Lee um, was in a Bond film seven years after this film was filmed, while Karen Dore was in a Bond film the same year that this film was released. So, you know, we have a Bond girl from the past and a Bond guy from the villain, from the future. Um, so, yeah, we have a Bond girl from the past and a Bond villain from the future. That's sort of like, that's sort of the vibe. That's pretty cool, you know. Um, but, you know. Um, I, th- yeah, so let's get on. I have to, like, remember where I was, where I was in the moment when I was, like, saying the things after I said the things about Terry Hatcher and sort of ragged on her. Um, because, you know, I am sort of dumb bitch. I have to remember this stuff, especially since it didn't record. Oh my god, I'm still so heartbroken by that. Um, so let's get back into... The Torture Chamber of Dr. Sadism, the Schlangen Grube und das Pendel. Um, so, uh, this film um, takes place in 18th century Germany, or not Germany, possible, just generic um, European place in the 1700s. Um, they filmed external shots for this film um, in Rothenburg ob der Tauber. Um, I think that's in Germany. Uh, yeah, it's in Bavaria. Um, so we sort of like start off the film with a woman and her lawyer getting some letters from um, the person that's going to give her her inheritance. Um, now, the woman that receives this letter is Miss Baroness Lillian von Brabant, and her lawyer is Mr. Roger Mont Elise. Um, now these invitations come from the very ominously named Blood Castle in Sander Valley. You know, who doesn't want to go to the Blood Castle to get your inheritance? Um, <laughs> I don't know. But both of them decide to go because, um, Miss Baroness, she wants to get her inheritance. And Mr. Roger, he is wanting to go because he, um, doesn't know much about his birth and he thinks that he can get more information regarding his origins if he goes with her. Um, Because he has this little pendant that's, like, sort of broken. And it has, like, something that only, like, nobles have, like, a noble crest on it. And his name, Montalise, is only a name that nobles have, even though he is not a noble, or at least he wasn't raised as such. Um, so, you know, there's something a little suspicious going on there. But they end up going to a little town. Um, and they end up meeting a dude named Mr. Fabian. Now, Mr. Fabian, he is sort of, like, um, suspicious, but he's a monk. So, like, he tells them, oh, yeah, I'll show you the way to the castle. And also, let me tell you that Blood Castle is where a dude named Mr. Count Regula used to live, and um, it's where he murdered 12 virgin maidens. Um, LOL. Things that happen in the castle after nine. (laughs) Um, And this happened, like, 35 years ago. Um, Yeah. And he did it to achieve immortality, but Mr. Count Regula wasn't able to actually get his goal of 
what his goal was, which was immortality, because he needed to sacrifice a 13th maiden, one more girl, because he sacrificed 12. 12 plus 1 equals 13, so he needed 13. Mr. Dude couldn't do the math, I guess. Um, but as punishment for this, um, the Count was drawn and quartered and beheaded um, in the town square. Um, but while he was being deaded, while he was being executed off, he was like, I'm going to get revenge on y'all. I'll be back. Um, so yeah, that's how the Count Regulus story ends at the moment. But at the same time in the town, there's a little drawing and quartering happening, um, in the town square. You know, me and my homeboys, me and my homies going to the town square to watch the weekly drawing and quartering because it's our favorite event of the week. We like to go there after school um, and get popcorn and watch the festivities, as you do. Um, what else is there to do in a 1700s European town, you know? Like, there's a drawing and but what also is not really the vibe um, is everybody sort of looking at Miss Lillian and Mr. Roger and her maid, Miss Babette. Babette, I love Babette. She's hot. She's a hot blonde with her braids and sort of a duck. Everybody's like sort of looking at them like sort of weirdly. Um, like looking at them from their windows sort of suspiciously. Not really the vibe. Again, the town is not vibing with them. They are not vibing with the town, so best be off. Um, so Miss Babette and the Baroness Lillian are riding in their coach, and they end up being pursued by six um, hooded riders. You know, me and the boys, me and the six boys are riding black horses in black robes, chasing some randos, as you do, on a Saturday evening. Um, but these dudes are trying to abduct Miss Baroness Lillian and Babette. Um, but luckily, the lawyer, Mr. Roger, is able to um, get these robbers to scram. He gets them to flock off, which is, like, really great because, like, how is he able to do that? He saves their lives. So, obviously, he offers them to ride in his coach because their coach is beset by robbers and is sort of ruined. Um, but after they get in the coach, they continue on their way to the Blood Castle. And what is better um, setting for a Blood Castle than a corpse forest? So that before the Blood Castle, they have to go through a corpse forest. So it's like a forest where they're like um, detached, severed limbs and torsos that are just sort of like hanging out in the trees. Um, again, as you do... Um, so again, very eerie, but nobody really seems to think anything of it. Um, but they end up exiting the corpse forest and they end up seeing, um, a gatehouse, but the gate, because they were told by Fabian that there was a gatehouse that they could stop at and rest at, um, before getting to the blood castle so that they can rest the night. But the place that we're going to stay, that little gatehouse, has recently been burned down and there's still smoke coming from it. So it's like charred remains, but recent. So somebody has to know about it. So Mr. Roger like gets out of the coach and like sort of goes to investigate. But while he's out of the car, well, not the car, when he's out of the coach, um, our ladies, um, and this Babette and Miss Lillian, they end up getting kidnapped because somebody ends up, um, 
getting into the coach and taking them away. So they are kidnapped. Um, Mr. Roger is like, oh my god, what the hell? But the monk that we saw earlier, Mr. Fabian, he shows up and is like, wait, what the hell? Why are they gone? Um, because he was not actually a monk. He's actually a robber. And he told them to come to this gatehouse because that's where he was going to rob them when they were asleep. Um, but he is also sort of like, what the hell? Why were they taken away? Um, why did they disappear? Well, not disappear. Why were they kidnapped? Because he's sort of terrified by it as well. So he and Roger are like, let's go find these ladies because this isn't very, this wasn't like a part of our variables. So these two homeboys, Mr. Fabian and Roger, they end up going to the Blood Castle and they end up finding them locked in the dungeons in an iron chamber. Um, but before they're actually able to get the ladies out, they are also caught. They are caught by a dude named Mr. Anatol. Mr. Anatol, he has green blood. Probably should see a doctor about that. Probably not very healthy. Probably needs to, um, get a blood transfusion or something. I don't know. I don't know what blood type green is. Maybe it's like ABO neutral. (laughs) It's a combination of all three blood types and it's neutral, so like you can't transfuse it because I don't know. But he has green blood, not very healthy. Maybe he has like a cold or something. Um, because I know some things can like Oh my god, wait, no. Um Accutane turns your bones green. So maybe he's just on Accutane. Accutane turns your bones green because of um the vitamin A in it. So like since it absorbs into your body, it, like, permanently alters your, um, something in your body, like, permanently alters the chemicals, so, like, it permanently, like, changes your stomach and your bones, so, like, that's fun, right? (laughs) Also, there's, like, an, um, an early homo, well, not homo as in homosexual, but homo as in of the homo genus, um, that was found in, I think, around Ethiopia that died because of a vitamin A overdose because he ended up eating too much, um, I think, insects and liver because liver and insects are very high in vitamin A, so he died because of an over-concentration of that. So just think of what Accutane can do to your body, but luckily that's why it's prescribed by doctors and you should only take it, um under doctoral supervision. Um, I think that's enough for the science lesson for today, but seeing the green blood of Anatol really reminded me of um, Accutane and green bones. Um, So Mr. Anatol, he is like giving his evil villain speech to his prisoners and is like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm bringing the Count back to life using my green blood. Um, So, oh my god, wait. So, vitamin A, I think it like assists in cell, rapid cell turnover, changeover. Um, so maybe he's, his blood is just like constant, pure concentrated vitamin A. So he's able to bring the count back to life because the vitamin A in his blood literally just like renews the cell turnover of the count. Oh my god, is this actually like, um, a scientific film. Oh my god. I've cracked the code, you guys. Um, but he's able to revive the Count with his blood, and the Count appears before, um, Roger, Fabian, Babette, and Lillian, and is like, oh yeah, by the way, 
I needed the blood of one more woman, so I'm gonna be sacrificing you, Miss Baroness Lillian. Um, okay, bye. Um, so, <laughs> after that, the prisoners try to escape because obviously they don't want Lillian to be sacrificed because that's not very, um, humane for her. Doesn't seem like a very good deal for her, trading her life for the immortality of somebody that she doesn't even know. I don't know. I would want a refund. But, so they try to escape, but they get caught and Miss Lillian is ended up thrown into a snake and spider pit, which is where the name of the film somewhat comes from. Not the name, the torture changer of Dr. Sadism, but the other, one of the other names for it, the snake pit and the pendulum, which is, um, also the name of the novel, the pit and the pendulum, um, because Lillian is thrown into the pit. Um, and I think D.A. Schlangen Gruber, what does that mean? That might mean like snake pit or something. I'm just going to pretend it does. Uh, <laughs> but she's thrown into a snake pit and she sort of like loses her mind because obviously what else would you do in that situation? Um, and Roger, he is sent to a room with a pendulum and the pendulum is like swinging back and forth trying to get him got, but he's able to escape from that pit. Now, Miss Babette, she ends up um, drinking a chalice of Anatole's green blood because it was going to be forced down Miss Lillian's throat otherwise. So Miss Babette takes one for her lady and drinks the acid. Like, she is a homegirl. She is the MVP of this film. She is my favorite, and she's pretty to boot. Um, now, Miss Babette, she sort of, like, coils at it because, you know, drinking green blood doesn't seem very healthy. Again, you can die of vitamin A overdose. Um, so she is taken away, um, but Lillian shows up again, and Miss Lillian is, like, completely changed. She's sort of loopy now, because she's been, um, drugged a little bit, and she is, like, um, completely different person. She's, like, wearing dresses that the Count has provided for her. I guess he wants her to live out her last few hours before she's sacrificed in luxury and she's like i'm in love with the count blah 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 um something along those lines so like she's definitely not um in the right state of mind um but mr roger he is like that's not very fun mr fabian is also like that's not very that's not the villain that that's not the lillian that we ran into earlier um, so they just sort of ignore her, um, woes, and then they go around, um, and they try to find Babette, because they end up going around the caves of the little dungeon, and end up hearing some moans of a sexual nature. Um, those moans are coming from Miss Babette, because Miss Babette is tied up to a torture device, not really a torture device, more of an execution device, because it is, um, she is tied or strapped down to like a thing aboard a pole um that is holding her body diagonally to the floor um and it is going to fall into a pit of spikes once enough water accumulates in a bucket tied to a rope that is um on the that is attached to the pole that will um become i think it'll cut the rope once the bucket of water gets enough water 
um, and then she'll end up going face first into the pit of spikes. Now, Miss Babette, she can't really move or anything or try to escape either because if she makes any sudden movements, she's going face first into the pit anyways. So Mr. Um, Mr. Roger sees this and he and Fabian are sort of like, hmm, maybe let's try and save Babette because that doesn't seem like a very fun way to die. Um, so they go in and, like, do their rescuing thing, and they end up getting Babette out of there. Miss Babette is like, oh my god, thank you guys so much. What about Lillian? Is she okay? Um, now they go, they're like, oh wait, we sort of lost her. So, Babette, Roger, and Fabian, they end up going around the caves again, but now in the caves with them is the Count and Anatole. So now we're having, like, a little Scooby-Doo moment where they're running around, um, and the Count and Fat, uh, not the Count and Fabian, the Count and Anatole are sort of pursuing them, but slowly. They're like walking around while the others are running around, and we're like having um one of those things where like you know the mm, what is it? It's I don't know the name for it, but it's where they run into one door, but then they run out of another door, and it's like a whole it's a long corridor with just doors that they keep running in and out of different doors. Um, but then, before you know it, the bad guys are the ones being chased by the good guys, even the good guys, even, Ill, even though the good guys are the ones running away. So we're having, like, a little comical moment like that. Um, so it's sort of cute, but Miss Babette ends up getting separated from Roger and Fabian, and ends up coming across face first with the Count. So then we hear her scream, and Mr. Roger and Fabian are like, oh shit, oops. Um, so that's not very bomb diggity for, um, Miss Babette. But now, um, now that Babette's out of the way, um, Mr. Um, Mr. Count and Anatole are sort of like, let's just get this sacrifice underway because these other dudes are like not doing anything at the moment. So they end up getting Lillian into their little, um, sacrifice room. Now, in this room, there are the 12 bodies of the virgin maidens that were sacrificed 35 to 40 years ago. But the thing is, um, these bodies haven't de- decomposed one bit. They look like, um, fresh bodies. Well, I don't know what a fresh body looks like, but they, like, look like what a fresh body would look like. They just look like sleeping people, but also they've been there for 35 to 40 years. They should be like skeletons by now, especially because the climate in that dungeon is damp and dark and humid. And, you know, that's like the perfect um, environment for decomposing and growth of certain bacterias and um, propagation of like mold and stuff. So these bodies should be like not not intact at all. Um, but they are, so that's sort of suspicious. Maybe Mr. Anatole was, like, preserving the bodies with his vitamin A blood. But, I don't know. The Count and Anatole sort of, like, strap down Miss Lillian because they're going to get her got. They're going to drain her blood so that they have the blood of the 13 Virgin Maidens. Um, but before they can do that, Mr. Roger shows up to save the day, and he has Miss Lillian's diamond encrusted cross um trinket that he borrowed from her because like as you do and he's able to destroy the count in anatole and save the day good for him and he's able to free lillian and they end up embracing because they love each other and it turns out i think that um the that mr roger he's like the kid of um the count or something but he was like 
taken away by his mother because it was like something something because it was I think he was taken away by his mother because it wasn't very very great (laughs) for him or something but we then have the um final part where we see Lillian and Roger exit the building and then um we see Babette riding a carriage with Fabian like thank god our homegirl Babette is alive she went through so much she drank the acid I want to pretend that she got like superpowers from drinking that green blood um oh my god how hilarious would it be if she's like immortal now because she drank that blood that would be funny but we don't know anything of the sort. So Miss Babette, she ends up riding this carriage. She Well, she's, like, driving the carriage. Um, and then Mr. Fabian hops on next to her, and they, like, share a kiss. So we have two couples that end up in this film, Miss Babette and Fabian and Roger and Lillian. Um, good for our homegirl Babette. Not only does she keep her lady, she keeps her employment because she doesn't get her lady killed, but she also saves her lady and also gets herself a man. Like, good for her. Um, would have, wouldn't have minded if her man was, like, um, more suited to be with her. Like, she should have married, like, a king or a prince or somebody of, um, better. But I guess as long as she's happy with her highway robber of a man, as long as she's happy, that's all we can really care for. But Miss Babette, happy ending for her. Good for that. Um, then Obvi, Roger, and, um, Lillian. But they're sort of like the boring couple. Um, but yeah, that's how the film ends. The end. Now, my question is, is where is the doctor sadism in this film? Um, because nobody in this film, well, no character in this film holds the title of doctor. The closest person to doctor is Anatole, but the only thing that he can do is revive the Count with his green blood. Like, that's not really doctoring. That's sort of, like, dark magicking and not doctoring. So where's Dr. Sadism? Also, where's the sadism in this film? Like, I get um, sacrificing 13 women isn't really um, very, very morally right, but it's not sadistic, I don't think, because it doesn't seem like he's torturing them before he's killing them. He's just sacrificing them. Uh, also, 13 women... I have an episode on a film called 13 Women, so if you're looking for a fun little film noir from the 30s starring Myrna Loy, be sure to listen to that episode, 13 Women. Again, I have an episode on it. Listen to it. Sorry for that little plug, but, you know, whenever I see the number 13, I have to say 13 Women, especially when um, it's specifically the number 13 associated with women, you know? (laughs) Um, But, again... Where is the doctor in this film? There is no doctor in this film. And then, where's the sadism in this film? There is no sadism in this film. And then, where is the torture chamber? Um, there is tor- There are torture devices, but there is no chamber de- dedicated to torture. And the torture chambers that there are are more um, chambers to execute somebody, such as Babette's um, Pit of Spikes. That's not really a torture device, you know? Torture is like you're holding somebody to, like, get information out of them, so you use violence and other means to do so. But where is the torture chamber? There is no torture chamber. Where is the doctor? There is no doctor. Where is the doctor sadism? There is no doctor sadism. So, I don't know. I'm sort of, like, um, betrayed by that um, 
by that. But I guess the film's also called The Blood Demon, which is sort of weird because I never saw that title before, Blood Demon. Um, yeah, but it, I knew it by The Torture Chamber of Dr. Sadism. Like, that's what drew me into the film because I'm like, what what in the 1960s shit is this, you know? Um, I wanted to see what it was about. So I was sort of disappointed when it was just sort of like um, a poor man's Dracula. So, yeah. I mean, it's 81 minutes long, so I guess if you want to watch it, it's only an hour and 21 minutes of your life gone. Um, So, yeah, I guess it's your choice to watch it if you want. Um, Again, Babette is girl boss hot. Um, Lillian's also hot. Miss Karen Dorr does a good job, I guess. Um, not that you can really, not that I could really tell because it was dubbed over in English, but her expressions were cute, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think that's all I have to say about the Blood Demon slash D.A. Schlangengrube und das Pendel slash the Torture Chamber of Doctor Sadism slash the Snake Pit and the Pendulum slash Castle of the Walking Dead. 1967. Um, so, I'll wind till you next time.